Hey Travelers, before we get into this, I wanted to let you know that Jeremy has been working very hard on getting us back on YouTube with a video version of the show. So if you head over to Infinite Rabbit Hole's YouTube channel, you'll be able to see pictures of the dense subject matter in this episode that might help you to understand better the concepts that we'll be talking about. Also, I wanted to apologize for my audio in this episode. My gain was messed up, and I wasn't able to fix it. But thank you for joining us on Gateway Process Part 3. Now let's get started. Happy New Year. Welcome Happy back New to Year. Rabbit Hole. No, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Happy New Year. This is I'm not a good it. start to the New Year, okay? <laughs> we already did the New Year episode. Yeah, what are you doing, Jeff? I wasn't there, so I didn't get pandas. to tell everybody We're Happy New Year. This right is, now, 10 days into the New Year. This You're is my insane. first time recording for the Infinite Rabbit Hole in the New Year, and I was trying to say Happy New Year to everybody. Jeff you know lost what? his freaking mind. Just forget it. Never mind. Happy New Year from stupid ass Jeff. <laughs> you can laugh into the mic. It's okay, Jeff. <laughs> it, he doesn't because he's got a weird laugh. I don't laugh. <laughs> you laughed. You just didn't face the mic. No, don't I don't shy. laugh. I don't laugh. It's it's outside of my genetic coding. He's like that um, chocolate rain guy. He pulls away from the mic to breathe. Chocolate rain. <laughs> I love that guy, dude. Um, no, I was just trying to say Happy New Year because, you know, I didn't get to say it to anybody yet, you know, so. But anyways. Um, but you were in the New Year episode. Yeah. But no, the... I'm saying now we are in the New Year. I am physically in the New Year and I'm telling you, never mind, just forget it, dude. Just totally forget it. This is why you should have done the intro, but that's I'm okay. sure this episode comes out in February, but whatever. <laughs> Happy New Year. <laughs> continue, Jeff. This is going great. Uh, there's no, there's nothing to continue except the document that we're reading. Um, the analysis and the assessment of gateway process. Sorry, I had a moment where I literally forgot what this document was called. Uh, but we're good now. So, yes, we are on what part is this now? Like 12 or 13 of reading through this document? Yeah, sorry, I forgot to breathe. Um... <laughs> this is the part three that everyone's been waiting two months for. Part three, okay, yeah, sorry. It's been uh, it's been a, a rough uh, transition in the years for me here. So forgive me, everyone, but yes, we are moving forward on, I believe, section 11 of this document today consciousness and energy but before we do that let's just go around the quick table here jake since you wanted to interrupt my happy new year i, I was being polite uh i'm hanging in there great yep perfect jeremy what's what what's up bud i you know from my point of view he just didn't want you to look dumb i find that noble just mm. saying 
Happy okay. New Year. Well, you know what? I, I <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to get into it. Happy New Year, Jeff. Thanks. You too. Thanks. And you too, everybody else. Somebody listening appreciated that, and you just crushed not only their but my dreams. You know, so. I'll I'll make this more real. Happy late January or early February, everybody. I keep getting comments about us BSing in the in the beginning portions before the content and that people are like, it's too long. You guys need to stop chit chatting and, and BSing and stuff and we're just pissing those people off. We should be for thirty minutes today. This is a podcast, right? This is our show. You want a documentary, go watch the Discovery Channel. <laughs> like if you if you don't like talk radio you're going to hate a podcast. <laughs> so like that's the whole thing. So but anyways, um, I can continue on with the document to satisfy said commenters. If you two gentlemen are satisfied with this here intro that we have accomplished. I think it went perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Okay. Happy new year. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Let me just pull up over to the correct tab here. As I said, we're on section 11 now of the analysis and assessment of gateway process. Let me catch a breath because this shit's deep. Consciousness in energy. Before our explanation can proceed any further, it is essential to define the the mechanism by which the human mind exercises the function known as consciousness and to describe the way in which that consciousness operates to deduce meaning from the stimuli which it receives. To do this, we will first consider the fundamental character of the material world in which we have our physical existence in order to accurately perceive the raw stuff within which our consciousness must work. The first point which needs to be made is that the two terms, matter and energy, tend to be misleading if taken, if taken to indicate two distinctly different states of existence in the physical world that we know it. Indeed, Sorry. Indeed, if the term matter is taken to mean solid substance as opposed to energy, which is understood to mean a force of some sort, then the use of the former is entirely misleading. Science now knows that both the electrons which spin in the energy field located around the nucleus of the atom and the nucleus itself are made up of nothing more than oscillating energy grids. Sorry, hold on. I haven't read this in quite a while, so I'm reading this as if it's like the first time I'm reading this, and it sounds ridiculous. Hold on. You could just keep making up excuses, man. They're they're eating it right out of your <clears throat> No, you're going to cut that part out because I'm going to back up and I'm going to read part of this again. <clears throat> no, this no, is, just keep no going. Edit. This is straight through. We don't edit anymore. Nope. Oh, my God, you guys. <clears throat> We're like your show. Yeah. <laughs> no edits. Perfect. Great. Thanks for the heads up, guys. Uh, it's the new right. year. <laughs> new year, new you. <clears throat> okay. Solid matter in the strict construct of the term simply does not exist. Rather, atomic structure is composed of oscillating energy grids surrounded by other oscillating energy grids which orbit at an extra nor- extraordinarily high speeds. Okay. This is, I'm not reading for a second. This is what everybody. When you hear people say, oh, you know, like the table's not physical, right? It's just like mm-hmm. a bunch of atoms and like vibrating. Like that's what they're, this is essentially what they're talking about right here. Okay. Yeah, you taught anyway. this in science 101. 
There you go. What Jeremy said. In his book, Stalking the Wild Pendulum, Ishka Bentov gives the following figures. This is probably, okay, I'm going to totally jack this up, so bear with me. The energy grid, which composes the nucleus of the atom, vibrates at approximately... Wait, hold on. Do I need to go into these specifics, or can we just skip to the part to where we get to the point? I'm, I'm well, just going to do that. Honestly, you know, I'm just reading ahead a little bit. Uh, atoms vibrate fast. We'll go right. That's basically the point. Mm, more scientific horse crap. Cool. The, there's some... Mm-hmm. Yes, there's some... Okay, there's numbers and shit. We don't care. Everybody gets the point. Atoms are moving fast. Everything's vibrating. Nothing. Next section. Holograms. Ne- <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> the, the point so, to be made... I'm just going to do... The point yeah, to be made is that the entire... Well, <laughs> you got me all fucked up. The point <laughs> to be made is that the entire human being, brain, consciousness and all, is like the universe which surrounds him, nothing more or less than an extraordinarily complex system of energy fields. The so-called states of matter are actually variances in the state of energy, and the human consciousness is a function of the interaction of energy in two opposite states, motion versus rest, in a manner described in the following paragraph, which will be holograms. That's interesting. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. Let's talk about that for a second. It's interesting. Go ahead. Tell me why. No, I, I, I think no. I'm saying that the that it literally leads from consciousness and energy ends it with a statement such as um, being described in the following paragraph. And the following paragraph is holograms. After talking about um, <clears throat> um, solid matter, or what we perceive as solid matter. It's interesting. Is why I always say everything's a hologram. Universe is a hologram. You're a hologram. Your mind's a hologram. Everything's a hologram. So to kind of catch people up, because, you know, we don't do that here in the Infinite Rabbit Hole. um, For those who haven't yet, I highly recommend uh, going and listening to part one and part two of the gateway process before you go any further in this one. Basically, just to catch everybody back up as like a rewind or a, or a, uh, what do they what do they call those stupid things? Recap, right? As a recap, this is a document put out by what is it, CIA, right? Uh the, the CIA department. No, it's the Army Intelligence. Army Intelligence. Uh this is an actual uh document put out by the Army Intelligence on the gateway process. Okay. If you need definitions and whatnot, uh please listen to part one. That's that's where you're going to get the real basic information on this. I'm not going to go and beat a dead horse, but basically talking about the 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 true purpose of the the world around you and and how we can unlock uh, higher mental capabilities. That's that's really the gist of it. Um, we're almost halfway through this document now, so if you're starting here, highly recommend you don't. <laughs> Yeah, basic, the basic summary of the first two parts, just in short, is that there's methods of achieving altered states of consciousness. And in these altered states of consciousness, apparently, according to these documents, the human can be our mind, our body, everything, all everything about us can achieve crazy things that we'll get into as the mm-hmm. document gets further. But yeah, that's it. So basically, there... no, sorry. 
No, go. <clears throat> they're basically at the point now where they're describing the details behind what they uh, apparently don't consider theories, what they what they consider to be solid fact. I say solid as a as a you know it's kind of a joke. It's a you know because we were just talking about solid matter. It's yeah, huh. it's a, we got yeah. It. it was I think it was funny. Um, <laughs> thank you. Brilliant. <laughs> Now we're going to go into holograms. I think that's all we really need to to talk about. I just want to highlight that, you know, if anybody, because this stuff is really dense. If anybody's having trouble uh, following, um, I'm sure, you know, if I didn't have this in front of me, it'd be, it'd be tough for me to follow. Basically, we talked about matter, energy, consciousness, basically mostly matter and energy um, and how on the, the level of an atom, uh, nothing is actually solid. Um, for example, you know, when you go to solids, liquids, and gases, and plasmas, basically the classification is how far apart the atoms are and how slow or how fast they're moving, right? If they're closer together and they're moving slower, they're a solid. But then they this paragraph goes in to telling you how they're actually oscillating, which... Um, if anybody's unfamiliar with the word oscillating, basically a back and forth or a, a kind of like a wave uh, motion, right? Up and down, side to side, whatever that's considered oscillation. And so everything, you know, the, the desk that I'm sitting at right now isn't solid. It's technically tightly, tightly bound particles together uh, vibrating at very high speeds. And it creates a solid object for me to lean on. You know, it's crazy. Like, you're technically not touching anything at any point because there's air and, like, nothingness in between you and the objects you're around. You. At a molecular level. You are more nothingness in between the atoms than the atoms that you are. Man. Then, Whoa. Just a, just a, Whoa. a <laughs> never mind. You good? Can I just, can I? Well, I, I wanted, I wanted to say something and I, I have to fact check it before I say it because I don't want it to sound stupid. So I'll come back to it. Do you want me to continue with holograms? I'm going to continue with holograms to not bore that one commenter that keeps bothering <laughs> <Okay>. Jake. <clears throat> you are digital ass hat ah, got him <laughs> um <clears throat> anyways my show hat. section 12 holograms energy creates stores and retrieves meaning in the universe by projecting or expanding at certain frequencies in a three-dimensional mode that creates a living pattern called a hologram The concept of the hologram can be most easily understood by using an example cited by Bentov in which he asks the reader to visualize a bowl full of water into which three pebbles are dropped. As the ripples created by the simultaneous entry of the three pebbles radiate outward towards the rim of the bowl, Bentov further asks the reader to visualize that the surface of the water is suddenly flash frozen so that the ripple pattern is preserved instantly. The ice is removed, leaving the three pebbles still laying at the bottom of the bowl. Then the ice is exposed to a powerful, coherent source of light, such as a laser. 
The result will be a three-dimensional model or representation of the position of the three pebbles suspended in mid-air. Holograms are capable of encoding so much detail that, for example, it is possible to take a holographic projection of a glass of swamp water and view it under magnification to be small organisms not visible to the naked eye when the glass, is, when the glass of water itself is examined. The whole concept of holography, despite its scientific implications, has only been known to, to the physicist, I think that's a typo, has only been known to the physicist since the underlying mathematical principles were worked out by Dennis Gaber in 1947. He later won a Nobel Prize for his work. A laboratory demonstration of Gaber's work only occurred years later following invention of the laser. As biologist Lyle Watson explains, the purest kind of light available to us is that produced by a laser, which sends out a beam in which all the waves are of one frequency, like those made by an ideal pebble in a perfect pond. When two laser beams touch, they produce an interference pattern of light and dark ripples that can be recorded on a photographic plate. And if one of the beams, instead of coming directly from the laser, is reflected first off an object such as a human face, the resulting pattern will be very complex indeed, but it can still be recorded. The record will be a hologram of the face. One thing I've learned through this document is I ain't no science man. Let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Because you, I mean, I knew some of the words you said. For sure, I was just like, uh, the, mm, yeah. I'm, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job at nailing most of these words. <laughs> having just literally, like I'm reading it right now, and I haven't probably read through this entire document, I don't know, in a year. Yeah, that's like 365 days. Maybe more, I don't know. It's been a long time, but. Speaking of which, Happy New Year. <clears throat> Thanks, man. <laughs> I appreciate that, dude. Oh. You guys love each other. It's cute. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so, um, the, you know, holograms, holograms, you know, lasers, holograms. Yeah. I, I was rolling with the whole, like, picturing the thing in your mind, right? <clears throat> Let me see if I can read back. Uh, visualize surface of the water. Okay. <clears throat> it's suddenly flash frozen. And then he started talking about a hologram, and I'm just like, ah, you lost me. Yeah, I don't fully understand his explanation of a hologram. I think, in my mind, I'm trying to think of what university it is. Um, Basically, it's a representation of a thing. Like when they had Tupac up on stage. <laughs> right. But it's a representation of a thing. So basically what he's saying is the flash-frozen surface of the water with the ripples will... You can pull it away from that, and I guess it's a, I don't know where the laser comes in, but it's a representation of what the surface of the water look like. The laser is the light shining through the piece of ice that he holds. Excuse me, I just burped. And that's going to show the reflection of the pebbles, right? So, like, basically your hologram is, is an image. If I'm understanding this right, it's, it's like a two-dimensional image, mm -hmm. let's say, like, down on the surface on your table or on the floor and this light this laser beam which is one frequency of light right mm -hmm. shines through this image and somehow that's producing a three-dimensional image 
where's, where's my camera over here right in front of you just like i don't know just like you i guess you would see in like a sci-fi movie like it's projecting from the bottom all the time you know what i'm saying usually it's like it's like shining a laser through something maybe like a what do you call those little crystal cubes and shit with like pictures in them or something sure you know kaleidoscopes I mean? No, no, he oh, means no. like. Uh, oh, when, oh, no, I know. I know. Like buy yeah, for yeah. somebody for like, you know, Mother's Day or some shit. You know? Yeah, you can get one from like of the New York skyline or something like that. Right, yeah, right, right, right. So I guess or my I don't know, I'm just totally yeah. talking out of my ass right now. I mean, this sounds like something I'd like to try. I mean, obviously, I couldn't I don't have anything at my disposal to flash freeze anything, but. I don't know, like. You know how you can take. You ever see like a, a pipe? that's burst right and it's leaking water in a frozen area and then you get this crazy like the ice built on itself over time and stuff like that till it finally closed up if you took the surface of that so you get the the ripple effect and stuff like that right and then shine a, a laser through it would it make a 3d object or is just this complete like horse crap from 20 years ago i don't know jeremy's the expert yeah right he's the smartest one in the room because I, I don't really understand what he was getting at with there because I was like, um, would it? Um, holograms. So, yeah, it definitely has to deal with lasers and reflections and, and whatnot. But the honestly, we can honestly do a whole episode on lasers and holograms. It's um, his way to get out of it, guys. It, honestly, it is because it's just such a long explanation. Uh, we could talk the, about this for I mean, not wrong. Like, five minutes. I, I'm not. I'm not wrong. You have to get on that kind of shit. So he's not <laughs> wrong. I mean, honestly, I know that the the laser beam was created somewhere early '60s, late '50s, uh, at some some place out in California. I know that um, has to deal with the absorption of light and the steady uh, creating a steady stream by. Uh, sinking the frequencies and, and you know, because light is very, you know, it bounces all over the place. And, you know, somehow by creating magnets and and uh, shining it through a crystal or glass or gas, you can create a steady stream of light. And, <clears throat> you know, how that comes out to be a hologram, I don't really know. Um, but I know it has to deal with the surface of whatever you're shining through that projects a picture into the space that you want it to project into. Now, if you remember, if you've been with the infinite rabbit hole for a long time, one of the earlier episodes, the very first episode that Jeff's ever been a part of back when he wasn't even a member of the, of the crew uh, was project blue Bean. Now, if you remember that episode, you know that the government or the world, the science science world out there uh, is, working heavily into holograms okay they've made holograms where it's actually a physical something where it can physically move something so they're using light they're using the energy from light to create a solid projection which is able to interact with other solid objects that's true that sounds fake it's not solid nothing is solid but anyways yes fucking smart ass never mind you do it you do it good job Dick. anyways no you're good that was excellent i, I appreciate your explanation <clears throat> it was better than this guy's yeah 
All right, so uh, section 13, the part encodes the whole. Of further important is the fact that even if we dropped our frozen hologram of the ripple pattern on the floor and broke it into a number of pieces, each individual piece would recreate the entire holographic image all by itself. The smaller the piece, the fuzzier and more distorted would be this resulting holographic projection, but the fact remains that a whole projection would nonetheless be made. The key to creating any hologram is that energy in motion must interact with energy in a state of rest, non-motion. In the foregoing example, the pebbles represent energy in motion while the water, before its agitation by the pebbles, represents energy at a state of rest. To activate or, in effect, to perceive the meaning of, hologra uh, of holograph, Energy, in this case, a coherent light source such as a laser beam, must be passed through the interference pattern generated by the interaction between the moving energy and the energy at rest. In the simple example given by Bentov, this requirement was fulfilled by holding the frozen interference pattern in front of the coherent light to project the three-dimensional holographic image, its meaning, into space. As Marilyn Ferguson, editor of the Brain Mind Bulletin, tells us, another feature of a hologram is its efficiency. Billions of bits of information can be stored in a tiny space. The pattern of the holographic photograph is stored everywhere on the plate. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That actually helped me understand that quite a bit. I don't know about you, Jake. I was sitting here thinking, I was like, I'm just going to check out until after this hologram portion is done. Could you imagine some science-y type <laughs> nerd trying to explain this to some general I in the military? They would just be staring at them like, just mouth right. open, waiting for them to stop talking so they could go and bomb somebody. <laughs> Listen, nerd, <laughs> shut up. my argument for why the world is being run by psychopaths. That is the argument, because you have people who are super smart analytically uh -huh. convincing people like generals and politicians. Never mind, I'm not even going to get into it. So anyways, listen, I'm going to try to explain this to you. I'm going to dumb this down for you. I'm gonna All right, go for it. Okay. Dumb Basically, it down for me. what's happening is you have to have energy in two forms at rest and in motion and when those two interact right so at rest is the water in motion is the pebbles right wrong the... no i'm not, <laughs> no, I'm not. Pebbles wrong at, at rest is the ice my friend no it's not the ice is the is the hologram is the photograph it's the snapshot it's... of the energy right that's the solid matter Listen. The, the, okay. The, all right. The, Never mind. You're you're right. Go. The at rest is the water. The pebble is the in motion. That energy when mm -hmm. it collides, because he said when those ripples, that's the energy, right? Yep. Fre uh, uh, freezing it instantly. What he's basically saying is you're taking a snapshot of the energy that happened between the at rest and in the in motion. And if you can get that snapshot, and in this case it's that ice that's frozen of the water, you can then point a laser through it and get a holographic image of what created that disturbance of the of the energies if that makes sense i'm calling it fake it's not how would you get a snap how would you get a hologram of the pebbles that aren't 
because it's the they're energy. at the bottom of the, the glass of water now. It's the energy. It's science, bro. I don't know. I'm just relaying the it information. It doesn't make any sense. Trust the experts. Jake, you got to watch a video on holograms. Stop being a science denier. Denier. Trust the experts. I'm moving on. Uh, I am the science, okay? Yeah. And what I'm telling you. <laughs> Stop being a science designer. Yeah. Oh, fuck. All right. I am the map. Listen, so let's get into this next one. The next one is my favorite. Okay. Section 14, the consciousness matrix. Pretty sure we kicked <clears> this whole thing off with just reading part of this. See, the problem is, is this this document builds <clears> on itself. So if I miss a portion of it and I don't understand it, then I'm not going to understand pretty much the rest of it. Because I look at it right here, five lines down, hologram. <laughs> <laughs> so do we need to stay to holo- Do we need to stick on holograms until you understand what a hologram is? At least for another couple minutes. So okay. basically, what was the whole point of like breaking then the piece of ice apart, and it's still gonna show in a more fuzzy picture the pebbles? What does it mean? The energy that's being transferred when the energy in motion interacts with the energy at rest, that energy, that moment, is what's being snapshotted. So even if you broke this piece of ice, you broke your snapshot, every piece of that ice every little piece of this has the information in it it's not right like it has move, it's there's not like movement move. in the the frozen <clears throat> exactly yeah. so you could essentially take just one piece of it and still get a picture of what caused that disturbance and there is your hologram you're not going to get a clear picture because you, you right know, you shattered it but you still could get the picture so you mean to tell me and I'm not being funny. I'm being I'm being legit. You mean to tell me? Wait, is this figuratively? You're going to see not actually like a 3D projection of pebbles, but you're going to see that something caused this effect to happen. Or do you mean to tell me that if I were to somehow recreate this and I shine a laser through it, that I would see on the other side of this a 3d image or maybe just a 2d image right of pebbles what what is going on here you're, and you're I, creating a 3d image movie. that you can walk around and view from any angle the the result will be, i'm quoting here from the document yeah. the result will be a three-dimensional model or representation of the position of the three pebbles suspended in mid-air Hey everybody, bear with us while we take this quick break. All right, go ahead. <laughs> They're it. basically just saying holograms. Just picture a movie, okay? Everybody's seen a hologram in a movie. That shit's real, okay? They can do it. Yeah. In the 80s. This is 84, by the way, this document was published, so keep that in mind. Here, I gotta, I'm gonna read something quick, take a sidestep. I don't know. I haven't read it yet, so I don't know if this is going to clarify anything. But usually, if I need something Barney styled for me, I go to uh, whatever for dummies. Right, it's the thing I go. Sure, with. yeah. So I just put in holograms for dummies, and it brought me to dummies.com. <clears throat> and I'm just going to read this word for word on the the page called String Theory inside a hologram. That way, we can source it correctly. A hologram is a two-dimensional image that contains all the three-dimensional information of an object. When viewing a hologram, you can tilt the image and see the orientation 
of the shape move. It's as if you see the object in the picture from a different angle. The process of making a hologram is called holography. This is achieved through the interference patterns in light waves. The process involves using a laser so all the light has exactly the same wavelength and reflecting it off of the object onto a film. As the light strikes the film, it records interference patterns that, when properly developed, allow the film to encode the information about the three-dimensional shape that has holographed. The encoded information then has to be decoded, which means the laser light again has to be shown through the film. So uh, through the film in order to see the image. Yeah, just, I got that. Just Why so you know. Why you explain it like that, Jeff? No, no, no. Try, <laughs> so we've got to make connections here, right? The film is the ice that was made. Right, yeah. Okay, that's the yeah. film. White light holograms exist, which don't need laser light to view them. These are the holograms that you're most familiar with, which manifest their image in ordinary light. The holographic principle is totally unexpected. You'd think that the information needed to describe a space would be proportional to the volume of that space. Note that in the case of more than three space dimensions, quote-unquote volume isn't a precise term. A four-dimensional hypervolume would be length times width times height times some other space direction for now you can ignore the time dimension so this is a mysterious fourth dimension that's not time so they're not considering time as the fourth dimension they're considering something else our universe is a four-dimensional space that is equivalent to some three-dimensional boundaries our universe is a four-dimensional boundary of a fifth five-dimensional space which contains the same information in scenario one we live in the space inside the boundary and in scenario two we are the boundary reflecting a higher order of reality that we don't perceive directly both theories have profound implications about the nature of the universe we live in hence the importance of holograms do we lose you again all right then all right, we're moving on. Jake's so, so I, I hold on. I just want to make this a comment. A hologram and a holograph. Holograph it's the same thing. No, no, a holograph is what's used to create a hologram. Hologram is the thing that you see in front of you, right? Yeah. The holograph is the ice. It's the film, right? So you you take the snapshot of whatever you're trying to portray and you flap it onto some kind of film. This film isn't necessarily like a film from a camera okay that's that's too too it's just a layer of something right it's you could there's many different things that we can use one of the most common things that's used is crystal or glass gas can be used i mean there's a lot of things liquid like jeff was talking about with the water um there there's a lot of different things right that can be used so basically by taking creating a holograph and then reshooting light through the holograph at certain angles with a specific laser at a certain wavelength, you can create a 3D holograph in a four-dimensional space. Hologram. Hologram, sorry. Look, I'm going to be real with you. I uh, just looked it up to see what it looks like, like a 3D representation, and then this one was an ant, right? And mm -hmm. it was a light shining through a film or whatever, and it was making a 3D image of an ant, um, like a big blue ant. Um, 
we might as well move on because we'd huh. have to get some PhDs in here. Like, I would have to get some PhDs to understand it. So I'm just going to say it's one of those things. If my phone breaks really hard and I can't fix it, I'm just going to buy a new one. I don't have to understand it. Let's move. <laughs> well, this is this is what I was saying is that, you know, yes, it was my way of getting out of that question. But at the same time, like, if you wanted to sit down and talk about it, I could sit down and talk about it, but it's going to take an episode or two. All right. We'll, <clears throat> we'll put that on the back burner. We'll do an episode on holograms. Well, <laughs> We'll see, because I'm not. I I I don't know everything. No, you about you said, you said. I said and we I should. Quote, we and would, I quote. We would I know need everything to. there is to know about holograms. <laughs> I can teach you, but it will take an ep- an entire episode. I'm passing it on to Jeff. Jeff. And I quote: the conscious the consciousness matrix. The universe this, is composed. <laughs> this, ladies and gentlemen, is why this will be twelve parts. So, section 14, the consciousness matrix. The universe is composed of interacting energy fields, some at rest and some in motion. It is, in and of itself, one gigantic hologram of unbelievable complexity. According to the theories of Carl Bergram, a neuroscientist at Stanford University, and David Bohm, a physicist at the University of London, the human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram by the medium of energy exchange, thereby deducing meaning and achieving the state which we all call consciousness. With respect to states of expanded or altered consciousness, such as gateway uses, the process operates in the following way. As energy passes through various aspects of the universal hologram and is perceived by the electrostatic fields which comprise the human mind, The holographic images being conveyed are projected upon those electrostatic fields of the mind and are perceived or understood to the extent that the electrostatic field is operating at a frequency and amplitude that can harmonize with, therefore, read the energy carrier wave pattern passing through it. So let me just stop for a second. I know Jake doesn't get the hologram thing, but if anybody else is understanding what the hologram thing is, what this is essentially saying, if and Jeremy, if you understand and correct me if I'm wrong here, this is saying that essentially the universe is a hologram. Your mind is, a, is another type of hologram. And that happens because the universe is projecting information that is hitting the electrostatic field of your mind. And that is projecting the universe into your mind, which is decoding it. So it's like this weird loop of the, it's a hologram we're a hologram we're decoding it you know i don't know does that sound like what we're reading here so this is very layered <laughs> yep, um it builds it it does it's it, like an it, onion it really does um this is one that i might need to 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 read look at and kind of go slow <laughs> um i i just yeah, from 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 what I can best understand, right? I'm, I'm not fluent in this whatsoever, but it does sound like they're they're claiming that one, our mind is or our consciousness is a, is a hologram, okay? Which means, I mean, if you look at the the definition of a hologram in the most broadest terms not scientific at all it is something that mimics reality 
right? Or or projects an object of reality into a false space. So, um, which means that our consciousness would not be fluid, which would be uh, spatial, right? It wouldn't be condensed. It wouldn't be a laser beam. It would be a, a lamp. That's what it, that's what basically what they're saying. And then on top of that, our consciousness, which is a what is they're trying to portray as a hologram, connects to the hologram that is the world or the universe that we live in. Again, I don't. This is something I'm gonna have to reread. And kind of go slow with it and dissect line by line. But yeah, that's kind of what it sounds like that they're saying. Um, well, let me just stop you for a second. Because if you remember back, section six is literally lamp versus laser. And it, and it explains what you're talking about. The difference between the lamp projecting light all over and a laser projecting a very focused light. And how the mind does that in this altered state, these altered states of consciousness. Yeah. So that's that's it. It's exactly like the analogy that you just gave us. Maybe that's where I I got it from, but I mean that's the best way I could have explained it. I mean I'm glad you explained it that way because I don't remember section six because that was like a month and a half ago. So Fair enough. Well, <laughs> anyways, basically the, the, the point is from what I gather, and again, maybe I'm just an idiot, but and I've read this a couple of times, but I understand this to be saying that essentially the energy from the universe, right, is being projected into our minds. That's just like the dumbest way I can explain it. Sounds fake to me, science man, but you know. <laughs> uh I mean, in, in the in the long run, right? This is this all seems like it's just leading into simulation theory. It sounds like it's a it's a long way of saying that you don't matter and nothing you do is going to matter. So why even try? But that's not true, everybody. You yeah. do matter. You do matter. You matter to, to me to somebody. Yeah. Me, on that note. I'm going to read this next part of this paragraph, right? So changes in the frequency and amplitude of the electrostatic field, which comprises the human mind, determines the configuration and hence the character of the holographic energy matrix, which the mind projects to intercept meaning directly from the holographic transmissions of the universe. So it's, this is, this is the idea of like positive, uh, positive thoughts, right? You know, optimism versus pessimism. You can live one way or the other, right? It's kind of the same way. That's what I'm understanding here. The frequency and amplitude of the electrostatic field, which comprises the human mind, determines the configuration, hence the character of the holographic energy matrix, which the mind projects. So this is, you know what I'm saying? Like how you decode, how your mind is decoding the universe energy. It all comes down to the frequency and the amplitude at which your electrostatic field is in your mind, mm. which before well, we talk about it can be enhanced in these different ways. I mean, yeah, sure, positive thinking. I mean, we, we don't need some sciencey document to tell us that. We can look at, you know, written experiences of people that, like, you know, had very traumatic injuries, lost most of the blood in their bodies, but were able to stay conscious to the point of being saved because they didn't give up and their will to survive, you know, all that sort of crap. But, 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. And there's another part of this. This is the chicken and the egg. Mm-hmm. So uh, then to make sense of what the holographic image is saying to it, the mind proceeds to compare the image just received with itself. Specifically, it does this by comparing the image received with that part of its own hologram, which constitutes memory. By registering difference, differences in geometric form and in energy frequency, the, co- the consciousness perceives, see exhibit two on the next page, as psychologist Keith Floyd puts it, contrary to what everyone knows is so, it may not be that the brain produces consciousness, but rather consciousness that creates the appearance of the brain. Right. Simulation. You don't even exist, mm-hmm. bro. You're a hologram, and you only think you exist because the hologram, you're, you're decoding, like your mind is decoding the hologram in a way to like make you think that it exists. I don't even understand this, to be completely honest with you. You're fake. You're fake. Space is fake. You're fake. Gravity's well, fake. Everything's fake, bro. I, Hold for on. one, am not fake. Hold on. I am just as real at work as I am at home. <laughs> Hold on. Because... You're a fake. I, I, think, I think you're... Okay. I gotta... Like I said, we're gonna have to take a step back. And I'm gonna have to read this on my own and come back to this. Because he's not but paying attention. That's right. I am. I am paying he's attention. Playing Angry Birds on this phone right now. I'm not playing Angry Birds. <laughs> he's playing I Pokemon Go. <laughs> I, I'm not. Now, normally I probably would be, but I'm not. <laughs> I am seriously trying to like listen to Jeff and not focus on anything else. It's hard to do, but I'm trying. Good but news. I, the I next think... section goes into holograms again. Okay. Anyways, I think what they're trying to say, Jeff, I think you kind of, you know, from my opinion here is that you kind of jump the gun with we are fake, that we don't exist, that we are holograms. It's talking about our consciousness as holograms, as in our consciousness isn't physical. Well, yeah, which we we all kind of we understand that. Right. We understand that our consciousness isn't something that we can remove from our body. Right. We can't. But it's intertwining the term consciousness and mind and brain. It's saying brain as in the matter of the brain. Right. But does it. I mean, so I don't know, man, I got to I got to read this word for word and really dissect it. But what I'm trying to say is. Does it really literally say. The brain is a hologram. I know that it says you just read something that was along those lines. Consciousness that that creates the appearance of the brain. According to the theories of Carl Berbram, a neuroscientist at Stanford, and a David Boehm, a physicist at University of London, the human mind is also a hologram which attunes itself to the universal hologram by the medium of energy exchange, thereby deducing meaning and achieving the state which we all call consciousness. All right, stop. Okay, what is your mind, right? Your consciousness. It's it's another word for consciousness, right? It's where you you de- decipher problems and information 
and able to exchange your memories, it, all that ex- crap. Ex- right. It's 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 your storage. It's it's not necessarily it's a memory card, a memory card or an SD card or some sort of uh, freaking processor that lets you process information, store information, uh, output information if you need to. Right. It's not the when you say mind, it's not I in my the way I'm hearing this or the way I'm reading it and the way I'm picturing it is that they're not talking about a physical mind. Let's get let's keep going a little bit because so far I just want to I want to highlight that they're not talking about the physical brain. Let's get into where they're talking about the physical brain, because if they're talking about the physical brain being a hologram. I want to know a little bit more as to why they believe that. So let's keep going because let's do this literally blind by line. I know everybody listening to this right now is like, this guy's a fucking Uh, idiot. No, I don't think so because yeah, I'm not getting it, but I'm certain that there's at least one person that listens to the show. That's going to be like, I have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Even like reading the document with us word for word, they're going to be like, Hmm. <clears throat> well, this is some dense shit, you know, like we said at the very beginning, 30,000 times. And, you know, to be completely honest with you, I don't fully comprehend everything that's being said here. You know, I, I don't, you know, I don't know anybody who has read this who claims to fully comprehend this. But I do want, like, somebody give me a hold of somebody, write, write somebody an email. I want, I want Let's another Riz follow-up. Let's Virk back here to explain I want this to us. follow-up <laughs> document. With clear definitions, you know what I'm saying. Well, let's let's keep going. Let's go to the next line, and let's talk about that. Right? We just finished with the consciousness um, matrix. Right? No, we didn't. Like, I want to start back right where we just finished off, where it says uh, the state which we call consciousness. Right? I want to go from there. Oh, you want to read this whole thing again? Yeah, I do. I'm sorry, everybody listening to this, but if you if you want an honest opinion about it, I gotta I gotta break this down. I can't. This is where are uh, we going back to? We're reading number fourteen again because Jeremy wasn't paying attention. He was playing Angry Birds. The consciousness matrix. <laughs> the universe <clears throat> is composed of interacting energy fields, some at rest and some in motion. It is in and of itself one gigantic hologram of unbelievable complex complexity. According to the theories of Carl P., a neuroscientist at Stanford University, and David Bohm. We just read read this. We literally... You you said you want to read it again. But he just read this, and I stopped him, and we discussed it. I want to start right where we just left off. Where was that? I'll read it with respect to states of expanded or altered consciousness, such as gateway uses, the process operates in the following way as energy passes through various aspects of the universal hologram and is perceived by the electrostatic fields, which comprise the human mind again, mind holographic images being conveyed are projected upon those electrostatic fields of the mind and are perceived or understood to the extent that the electrostatic field is operating at a frequency and amplitude that can harmonize with and therefore, quote-unquote, read the energy carrier wave pattern passing through it. So again, 
They're talking about electricity of the mind, okay? Electrostatic fields. That's how the information travels from one part of our body up our spinal cord into our brain. Our brain deciphers that and says, you're in pain, dude. Your, Your fucking leg's broken. Look down, you idiot, right? That's how the brain works. So they're talking about the communication paths through the brain now. That's not a physical object. Again, that is a, I mean, I guess, you know, depending on what you define electricity, you know, we've, we've been through the, the light definition as it is both a, um, uh, a thing and a thing, right? <laughs> Jeez. I just don't have, I don't have the words. I want the listeners here. to understand that. I was reading it in a way so that we could all understand it. And if he had allowed me to finish my sentence, we would have been right where he started. <laughs> Anyways, uh, moving on. Does anybody else have any comments from there? No, I get it. They're saying that our, our mind, our consciousness, the way we think and process information, that it reflects the universe. Right. Mostly they're talking about how the non-physical portions connect to the universe or information is used through those those means. Uh, but moving on, changes in the frequency and amplitude of the electrostatic field, which comprises the human mind, determines the configuration and hence the character of the holographic energy matrix. Okay, so now we're into the a matrix, right? So... We'll just, I just want to highlight that, which the mind projects to intercept, meaning directly from the holographic transmissions of the universe. A matrix is a picture. Okay. Um, let me just get a quick definition. Matrix, uh, an environment or material in which something develops a surrounding medium or structure. So they're talking about a hologram. They're, they're talking about the base layer of what a hologram is. They're describing it as a matrix. Okay. And they're, they're discussing now how the brain creates that matrix. All right. Or how the hologram that we live in creates a hologram within our mind which is a matrix, right? It's a, it's a, it's a false environment. Then to make sense of, of what the holographic image is quote unquote saying to it, right? So this is how your mind is deciphering the holographic image, which they refer to as a matrix. The mind proceeds to compare the image just received with itself. Okay. So it's, it's the mind compares the information that is being given to it with itself its physical self not me i'm sorry not its physical self the mind right the ability to to decipher information okay your processor is deciphering the information that is given to it so the the non-physical image that is created within uh by using a matrix is being deciphered by your non-physical mind. Specifically, it does this by comparing the image received with that part of its own hologram, which constitutes memory, which means that your mind is filling the gaps of information that it cannot understand with things that it does understand, 
which it grabs from memory. By registering differences in geometric form and in energy frequency, the consciousness perceives... See Exhibit 2, next page. <laughs> okay, uh, hold on. There's a lot going on there. There is. A lot of, a lot of cuts in that head. Yeah, this is something that... Jeez, the poor people listening to this. <laughs> but anyways... Jeff, I I stand I stand my ground here, man. I I, I, I would like my, to say for the record that we just went on a fifteen minute tangent because I spoke hyperbolically and said that space is <sighs> fake, you're fake, the universe is <sighs> fake. I said those three terms and it turned into a. I was totally willing to let let you go for it. It's like okay, because well, I was curious. Like, make, at, make me the fucking bad guy. I don't care. What is Jeff's theory this this <laughs> evening? Is space and the universe fake? Or is it real? Or is it something we can't understand? My point in saying that was only to highlight why I say shit like that. Why I speak <laughs> hyperbolically is because there is like, there is a reason that it stems from. Obviously, like, okay, I could say dinosaurs are fake. Does that mean I don't think that they dig dump bones and shit out of the ground? Or I think there's not like ancient animals and shit that they could dig out 65 million years old? Sure they do. But is it like what you see in a cartoon? No, right? So like there's always like it's just speaking hyperbolically. It's just to get the attention. It's just to get somebody to be like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Let me click on this and see <laughs> why space is fake. You see what I'm saying? So. What are you smoking and would it help me to understand? <laughs> <laughs> it probably would. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Open oh. your mind. I just, what I do is the I mysteries of the universe, man. I go out into the Florida wilderness and I just pick things off the ground or off trees and eat or smoke go out in them. the desert and smoke peyote. And then we'll know. You know. Then, then just pick stuff off the trees and the ground and eat. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's Anyways. this? Mm. So, I mean, so do you guys want to keep going? I mean, we're at an app. Like, what do you want to do? You want to keep going? No, I mean, I'm good, but I'm going to be honest with you. I think that what we should do is we should on the next episode, you know, preferably, I don't know what your guys' schedule is this week. We should get back together again this week and not leave a two month gap between this and the, and the next one. I just, you know, in my opinion, I think that this is one of those topics where we should, we should you know, even if we record them all in fuck one one day, I don't care, or one week or you know, whatever, but and then drop them once a month so that people don't get sick and tired of listening to the same thing all the time. I, I think that's a good idea. I just this is such a dense subject. Are we gonna are we gonna say something next time? Because we just talked for an hour and said almost nothing. What are you talking about? We went through <laughs> what we went through three points right. in this thing. <laughs> we are now two fifths of the way through. <laughs> um, I'm I'm going to look. I'm looking down on this thing, and it looks like it just compiles on itself. So since I am s truly stuck in the hologram things, I don't understand what it is or what you know. I'm just going to look up some YouTube videos and have someone explain it to me through pictures because. Honestly, like I don't learn from reading and just be like, no, oh, I understand. I have to see it, right? I have to see a representation of it. I have to see someone explaining it to me through steps and things like that. So I'll do my 
my homework and look into that so that way when we get to the next sections and stuff at the very least i'll know what a hologram is before i'm completely lost again cool okay i'm just i'm i'm just scrolling ahead and again i'm just dumbfounded by the topics that we're going to be going over yeah it's uh it gets super crazy i know it's all dense i know people listening are probably like what the fuck this is not you know this is infinite rabbit hole for sure. This is exactly what we do. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's just it's it is dense. And reading through it, especially for anybody who's not reading along the document, the punctuation on this document is ass, which is why a lot of it seems like it's carrying on. You think I'm about to end the sentence, and then I just keep going with the sentence. You're like, what the f-? it's it's because you would think there's supposed to be some punctuation and it's a government line. document. It's a government document. Your tax dollars hard at work. This is how they type people. Okay. Yep. So you know special status out of body experience whoa whoa but anyways yeah we can uh we can get into it more i suggest take some melatonin for that one and stay awake for this i suggest you both at least read up to this point dropping ambien (laughs) dropping ambien before we continue i would like both of you to read this document up to this point it'll take you reread up until Point fourteen, right? Yeah, fifteen. Just so that you, just so you're refreshed next time that we tomorrow. We're not doing this tomorrow. Uh, he, Friday. He, he cheats on us on Wednesdays. Oh yeah. Anything good come out on uh on uh, Shadow Band lately? I haven't posted an episode since November. Really? What? <laughs> good. Uh, I'm glad. I'm not missing anything. <laughs> I, I want to do I'm just I'm tired of the same content and I have like some ideas I've been working on behind the scenes. When are you gonna have I me want, on? When as soon as you listen to all the other episodes. Um <laughs> never. Yeah, so never. Okay, that's easy enough. You could have no, just said some, that. I got some plans. And my when my drop my next episode, hopefully it'll be uh what I envision. So I'm going to copy and paste this entire thing, put it in a chat AI and tell it to rewrite it for me in a way that's understandable. (laughs) (laughs) It might actually work. (laughs) Oh, too funny. And then I'm going to release my own document. (laughs) Good idea. (laughs) Deciphering the analysis and assessment of gateway process for idiots. I'm going to do the hologram (laughs) section since apparently Jake is just not with it. Mm Mm-mm. Um, I did just re- write a story on a uh, a man named Steve Thomas that turns inside out into an octopus monster with faces all over him, and he eats people's pets and stuff. So that's pretty cool. Very, very neat, dude. Very neat, yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. All right. Wow. I'm. That's it, right, guys? That's We're it. Good? All right. Well, we'll talk about the next recording off air. That way we're not just boring people with dumb shit. That has been another <laughs> thrilling episode of the Infinite <laughs> Rabbit Hole podcast. Hopefully your head doesn't hurt. Because mine will tonight when mm-hmm. I think about it. I'm trying <laughs> trying to trying to sound like I'm I'm reading off a script. I'm not everybody. That has been another episode of the Infinite Rabbit Hole podcast. Thank you for stopping by. We'll talk next time. When we discuss something we haven't planned yet. Bye. I'm going to prep ahead of time with some Tylenol. Um, (laughs) Happy New Year. Bye.
<laughs> Bye. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody.